Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Confessions from the Dark Side from the Confessional. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing religious... Mm, religion... It's more of an opening. Basically. Yeah, it's more of an opening into a, a series we're going to do, and at the end of this episode, we will get into what the next episodes for this series are going to look like, but this is an opening and an intro to religion and horror movies. I guess, possessions, stuff like that. But before we get into any of that, as per usual, we have a disclaimer. We are full of so much adult content. I cannot speak today. Some may think that this is unnecessary. Some of you may think that this isn't needed. If you are one of those people, then thanks for checking us out, but I will say this only once. If you can't stand the heat, get the fuck out the kitchen. Now, for everyone else who likes what we have here, then regular scheduled programming will continue. Shall we get started? Are we ready? Yes. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Guys, this episode and these upcoming episodes for this series are actually going to be something that is an interesting topic. Um, Darcy and I are not exactly your... Fun-loving churchgoers, as I should put it. Churchgoers, really? Churchgoers, yes. No. But we are here for, again, as always, the weird, the creepy, and the horror, and the supernatural. Can't can't forget that. I mean, that's just in there. That's just a given. That's just a given. So let's get into this. uh, Let's get into this episode. I am Lunar Rising, and I am Darcy Darkness. Ah, well. Darcy, how you been? Um, I know earlier today you were kind of like iffy on wanting to do an episode, but I'm letting greater. my I'm letting my brain basically make a lot of decisions when it's not really thinking things out. <laughs> so ignore any messages that come through before like 11 a.m. <laughs> uh, you say that, but I mean, who yeah. knows? I sent you a cool gift. A gift, sorry. Cool gift of Gene Wilder saying strike that, reverse it, because you would understand what I meant. <laughs> just ignore what I just said. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Everybody has those days. It's Monday. I should have expected it. How's your Monday been going? Uh, well, seeing as I had the lovely day of everything sucks off from work, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> and then I have Wednesday off. Uh, but... Other than that, it is Monday. As you can tell, we've already had a couple word mishaps and stuff like that. But at the same time, this is what we're here for. We're just normal people. Just like you guys, we're here. We're going to have accidents. We're going to have mishaps. We're going to have incidences on where we can't speak. Yes, it happens. It happens. But for the most part, we're here. We love you guys. You guys think like us i mean we're all right people i mean darcy's more amazing than i am but hey oh you're just so full of it today i haven't had enough alcohol in my system to be full of it yet sweetheart trust me well don't oh my god just (laughs) (laughs) anyways continuing on do you do you like religious themed horror movies yes i do. do i do too do you think they have saturated the market with it? Yes, definitely. Yes, absolutely. Or is there not enough? No, there's plenty. Yeah. But they do seem to be working on it a lot better now than what they used to. Like, obviously, we can't forget the good old prime days of the exorcism. Yeah. 
and they definitely kind of bounced back and forth, you know, with the quality of makings of movies. <laughs> the sequels, the prequels. Yes, the sequels, the prequels, all those lovely pieces of crap. Anyways, it's it's a big uh, sensitive spot for a lot of people. Do you not think, though, that they were kind of coming to the end of a cycle? See when we was walking up before, like if you miss the vampire werewolf type thing and aliens. It's the same with like religious horror movies, like there was all about exorcisms and it was all about and again possessions and it's like end of the world, apocalypse. We've not had an apocalypse type like sort of genre go on for ages. It just kinda goes always goes back to possessions and demons and good versus evil basically. Yeah, it it does. I mean the honestly the last decent apocalypse movie that i can actually think off the top of my head um and it's not really even a horror movie book of eli see i was gonna say like end of days because that had loads of different aspects and uh and it was messed up no i could definitely agree with you there i was thinking more book of eli because it definitely followed suit to the bible the rapture and not only that it had it had one of our favorite actors in it oh washington and there seems to be a pattern in horror movies when religion is the main focus of the story and plot. Why? Well, from the research and our own views, the conclusion is that for the plot and story to be strong using religion, mostly Christianity, by the way, which we see a lot of in many different genres within horror, as a basis, the big bad or the church is the savior. Most of this, again, is what draws myself back to why is it good versus evil, and why is God used as the good and not the bad? Why is it one-sided where the demons and the deaths, it's evil and not good? Why is it like this? Why not create a horrific plot without religion, and why is it the main basis for the vast majority of horror movies? Which I agree. The one thing that I do agree and disagree on is a lot of the uh, religion in horror movies, yes, is Christianity. But when it comes down to it at the end of the day, majority of it, because a lot of religion in horror movies has to deal with exorcisms and stuff like that, is also Catholic-based as well. Yes, I don't want to just focus on that because some people might go, what? But it is. It's Catholic. It's Catholicism. It's yes, not really it's... A anything else. No, it's definitely a mixture between the two, but nine times out of ten, a lot of religious horror movies nowadays are self-centered. And yes, I use the word self-centered around exorcisms. Yes. Why? That's the only thing that happens in Christianity, yeah. obviously. Well, that and on top of that, it seems like when you do religion or you do like demons and angels and stuff like that, it seems to be the only surefire way to catch a, somebody's attention, especially when it comes to people of religion. Like, you have those big, I think I said it before the podcast, churchgoers. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't like throwing it out there too, too much because I don't want to sound like an ignorant ass. But my mother, she is big into Christianity. She goes to church every Sunday. She goes to church every Wednesday. She's very oh, big into touch. it. That's a whole lot of church. Yes. Two days? <laughs> Two days, yes. And then not only that, my stepdad is a pastor as well, so. Oh, God. I'm yeah. sorry about that, man. <laughs> uh, like, I, my mom my mom mentally slaps me in the back of the head every time I say, God damn. Whoo, buddy. You um, like me. I say it constantly. 
Oh, trust me. When I when I am around my mother, I gotta bite my tongue half the time because a lot of stuff that goes on or anything like that, the first words want that come out of my mouth want to be goddamn. God. Oh, so you're like God. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She she hates it because goddamn using God out of context or anything like that. She immediately says you're disrespecting him. It's so it's name and vein. yes, absolutely. Oh, and trust me, it drives me absolutely. <laughs> it drives me nuts. And then every time I talk to my mom, have you found a church yet? Are you praying? Are you? Why? What's no? gonna do? It's gonna do nothing. It's gonna do nothing. I was like, if I if if I want to learn about God and the disciples and all that, I'll read the Bible. From what I hear, it's actually a good book. I'd rather <laughs> wait. My, I'd rather wait my ass so, guys, as you could tell, listening to this, if you guys are religious believers, you already know where we stand on this. Don't hate us. Don't ditch I, just our no, opinions. I, Everybody I has an to, opinion. I don't want to clarify, though. <laughs> I was brought up as Catholic. I've been baptized. I am technically a Catholic. Until I write to the Vatican and say that I want them to remove my name, technically I'm still classed as a Catholic, even though I am vegan. Most people who are to look at other religions and follow another religion or another religion's kind of like the way they do live their life, not necessarily be part of that religion, are usually Christians, most likely Catholics, in my honesty, because most people I know have actually returned to paganism or maybe Wiccan or Druid. They have changed their religion due to the fact that how they were brought up in a crazy cult that is the biggest probably cult of them all, not Scientology. Not Jehovah's Witness, it is Catholicism. So that is why I am the way I am because growing up, I it was terrible. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I'm anti-Catholic in a big way. And um, if that's for you, then that's fine. But I just will never, ever, ever step foot in a place. Yeah, and I, and I myself actually grew up with two different religions. Actually, three, if I want to be technical about it, because my family is of German-Jew descent, so I do have Jewish in me um, throughout family years and past. Was baptized Christian, went to a Catholic church on Sunday with my dad. So, eh, seen too much church. Yeah, I think you have, man. That's messed up. (laughs) Anyways, continuing. Uh... Well, in this series, from the Confessions from the Dark Side, we delve into these movies and we'll also discuss things about these movies in their own unique subgenre. Difference and evolution of these movies about the religious fanaticism that seems to be saturated in horror. Where do we even draw the line? Evil, religion, fiction. Will this podcast piss someone off? Absolutely, yes, I definitely think it will. But it's us, and well, we are used to that. Yes, we are. So religious horror is a subgenre on its own, but the sub subgenres say that really fast. Wah ha 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 ha. Sub subgenre. Yes, I just like keep saying it. I was like, I couldn't. I was getting done died. Sub subgenre. Sub subgenre. Sub subgenre. Or just you shut it, just because you're hey, you you get tongue tied just as much as me sometimes. I don't know. It's like a sub subgenre. It technically is because it's a subgenre of a subgenre, but it's also a topic. So I'm not sure. You can say sub sub if you want because it's fun. Yes. Sub 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 sub. <laughs> a few movies. A few of our favorite movies, which. To be quite honest, I know it was your opinion because you wrote this up, but you pretty much did a damn good job naming most of the list of mine as well. It's as if we're the same brain. 
uh, we pretty much are, and it's sometimes creepy. I know. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, it is because, like, even though I'll sit there, I might actually be thinking of something and be like, oh, let's get this to Darcy. This would be a good episode for us to do. Next, next thing you know, right when I pull out my phone, oh, look, five messages. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. I was just, what the fuck, Darcy? <laughs> I'm not psychic, I promise, because if I was, I'd definitely be, like, using that. I'd be totally abusing that power. Sorry, but I would. Being honest, I, I don't blame you, but yes, uh, it's it's funny. Like even though Darcy and I talk on a daily basis and stuff like that, but when it comes to like the ideas for movies and stuff like that, we don't always discuss it until we actually send the idea to one another. Yeah. So when I'm sitting there thinking of stuff while I'm at work to do, thinking of stuff that, you know, hey, this might make a good episode, and then I pull out my phone, and next thing you know, it said that she won an episode about this. Well, I was just thinking about doing an episode like this. What the hell, Darcy? <laughs> I was like, well, at least I know we're on the same page. Now we have to well, discuss what we're doing. Exactly. See, if we were complete opposites, I would hate to see what our podcast was like, because you live in a different country another part of the world so if we weren't on the same fucking page then we'd be fuck me we'd be fucked yeah yeah and be, our, our podcast episodes would be pretty much all over the place to where yeah, when I you send me the when you send me the list that i can sit there and go through it and read through it and be like oh well she definitely i definitely didn't need to come up with any ideas for this one because look at that she got my few so i, I feel yeah. so pr- i was like oh my goodness i just feel so oh my goodness i'm like ah I was like, I am awesome. It is almost like you know me better than I know myself sometimes. Uh, that is a cheesy pickup line. Or cheesy line, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not a pickup line. You're married. I respect it. I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to pull you there, Darcy. Besides, you're, you're halfway across the ocean, and I don't have the money to come visit. So, we're, we're SOL on that part. What does that mean? SOL? Uh-huh. Sorry, out of luck. Ah, uh, right. I didn't know that, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm such... I'm like, really? Did not Even know though that. it should technically be S-O-O-L, but the of does not get a place in that. Sorry, out of luck. <laughs> so when from what... school to school? From school yeah. to school. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's a weird acronym that we use. I don't know why, but it's there. Now I know a new acronym, and I'm very happy today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> the betrayal of religion for me seems to be here is a situation all avenues successful. We need the church. We need a priest like the church can wash it all away, and how can this be done? In reality, there is much scandal and pushed under the rug gossip in the world of Christianity, and yet there are so many moves showing them as the savior of all. Yet they are far from it. Most likely the cause than the resolution. So again, guys, like I said, we're, what we're going to go through, I'm going to go through, or Darcy can go through one of the two, is opinions of what our favorite movies are. But pretty much throughout this whole thing, we'll be talking a lot about not just our favorites, but the ones who can kind of actually stand out for the different topics in that sub subgenre. Like the ones that actually, you know, if you said name a cultish horror movie, what would you say? Do you know what I mean? It's like oh, most of the time yeah. like Wicker Man because that's about cults. Or you would yep. probably say Midsommar. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like that where we're going to describe basically each and every category, topic, 
in the subgenre when they have their own episodes we will discuss the movies that describe those genres the best and the ones that are our favourites since we'll pick at the things that we don't like about them as well that's pretty much what we're going to do that's what we do with everything so you should really expect that from us Absolutely. And and guys, the list that we're doing today, again, this is just an intro episode to our series for this kind of movie, but these are our favorite religion movies out there. Horror-wise or cult-wise or however you guys want to put it. And like I said, Darcy did pick a hell of a list to add favorites in because I would say... I'd say probably 95, 99% of these movies are my favorite. So what one's not your favorite if there's a 1%? Uh, to be honest, it's going to be The Wicker Man. As much as I as much as much I loved the movie, it just... You better be talking about the original and not that fucking Nicolas Cage one. Even though I love Nicolas Cage, the memes are much more funnier. And Wicker Man's not supposed to be funny. Yeah, Wicker Man's not supposed to be funny. Um, No, it's the remake that wasn't my favorite. The original did perfectly fine. It's just it kind of it just was kind of threw me off a little bit, but I did it. I liked it. I don't know what threw me off. I'll have to go back and uh, rewatch it and then let you know. But there was something about it that threw me off. But the list and our favorites that follow are going to be the prophecy. All of them. Yes. Right. The right. The Pope's Exorcist, and guys, we know this is a newer one, but it was brilliant. Russell Crowe's the man. He is, and to be honest, I, you know, seeing him in The Pope's Exorcist, it kind of makes me feel that's kind of how the actual, you know, Catholics work, because he seems, I know he's an alcoholic, he was, but it seems like they're just not all Enumine Patre, Aphelia, Spiritu Sante all the time. No. And seeing Russell Crowe portray that made me kind of love that those kind of movies a little bit more and have a little bit more appreciation because it's like, oh, well, they're not all, you know, cute and cuddly and, you know, shining with bright light all the time. Um, next one on the list is of big fucking of course, which is <laughs> The Exorcist. The first one, not any of the other ones, and I've not seen the new one yet, so... No. Next on the list, The Omen, End of Days, Yes. Children of Corn, Yes. Stigmata, When She Was Home, Carrie, Yes, I will agree, and (laughs) The Wicker Man, she was. And I'm not going to lie, quite honest, the Chloe Grace one wasn't actually half as bad. But it still was not great. Uh, give me the original every time. Yeah, I, I, the original every time, absolutely. But the Juliana Moore and Chloe remake, again, was not... Oh, Juliana Moore did, but, wasn't that bad, though, when I think about it. She actually kind of has a creepy kind of... She has, she has a very, very creepy look to her. And not only that, she portrayed a... Oh, what's the word I want to look for? A religious zealot way too well. It's like she's she's probably Catholic. <laughs> yeah, but she she the way she was in that movie, she was your typical I follow the Lord's book to a T. Yes. That's a crazy not just fanaticism, that's pure Yes. Like, she will beat you to death with her Bible because she's trying to tell you the Lord's plan for you. Even though she's killed you with the Bible, she doesn't think she's done exactly. anything wrong because it was God. She was talking about God and the Lord. 
That's yeah. what and, people are like. They're fucking mental. And she even did. I mean, she because her daughter went out to a prom because her daughter was talking to oh boys. She locked them in a closet. She locked her in a closet. I mean, and basically made her. I think it was prey. And it's like I get it. You you want to raise your kids if that's the way you are. You want to raise your kids to follow that, but pushing them is going to drive them complete opposite direction. Yep. You're just making them walk out that door and never come back. Yep. So there are two questions for me that Darcy had added. Yes. How many of these do I like? All of them. Like I said, 99%. The Wicker Man was the only one that was kind of like, yeah, for me. What are my favorites out of here? Stigmata. For what reason? Mm. Good soundtrack. The fact that Patricia Arquette was still hot. All of the above. Yes. <laughs> the Exorcist, of course, the original. And then I will have to throw the Pope's Exorcist in there. Just three you're going for? I'm just going for three. Everything else, yes. I mean, I, if I really wanted to be, if I had to pick any, those are going to be my three. But out of everything, minus the Wicker Man, everything's my favorite out of this list. The Omen showing the rise of Damon or Damien. Damien. Being the second coming. Mm. And not only that, I do believe you have, yeah, in the next following list, you have the very top. Something about kids in horror movies that drive me absolutely fucking nuts because they're creepy as shit. Yes, they are. That's what I call the creepy child. Yes. There's always a creepy child. Like, even even in the sixth sense. We healing. That's a shame. Yes. Yes. I mean, not, not just him. It's the fact that pretty much Everything that he saw in the movie surrounded mainly kids. I mean, yeah, there was a few adults in there, but mainly they were either kids or teenagers. That's just warped. Yeah, I mean, it's it's creepy. It's terrible. Um, kids in horror movies. I mean, really? Do you do you really get it? Yes. Um, but if we wanted to go add another one into that absolutely had nothing religion, but it had to do with kids, we could easily throw sinister in there but we're not here for that we're not the here for that movie that'll be probably definitely another discussion that we will I do because we'll probably do a creepy kids one because there's far too many because you've got things like orphan when it's not actually sorry spoiler a child but she looks like one and that actually is based on a true story and that girl still walks about today do you know what yep. I mean? yep that is a extreme case of dwarfism yep and it's anyways fucked. yes the movies are usually based around the battle of evil or the de devil, or even Christianity. Yet the research into limited and things never add up. And how many times have you thought to you, well, that doesn't look right, always. Way too many times. So, let's check out our favorites for the any of the following. You Creepy Child. Yep. A questionable rock or metal star. Absolutely. A questionable religious guru that is a cult leader in disguise. Yep. One too many times. Gullible followers, yes. Old Testament type events, absolutely. Your favorite word? Fanaticism. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted you to say it because I know you love that word. Demonic. <laughs> yes. Demonic entities. Mm -hmm. Undead abominations. Yes. And then the last one, which is actually quite true. Lessons. If if you believed enough, then this wouldn't have happened. Like trying to back with I told you so. Coincidence. I think not. No, definitely not. What was a lesson? That's what it's like in Caddy. 
If exactly. If your, dad, if your dad didn't leave, or if you weren't born, your dad wouldn't have left, and all that crap. Yes, it's like. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to uh, demonic entities. Everybody has seen the oh so for some reason popular paranormal activities movies. Well, I've only seen one. I've not subjected myself to this because the first one was shit. Yeah. You, well, be glad you didn't. I actually sat there and watched just because I knew eventually we were going to get to a demonic entity episode, and, well, I subjected myself to the terrible torture of what paranormal activity is. Throughout the watching the series, there actually is the very last one called the Marked Ones, which is more of a cult portion of where this entity came from. So it's actually kind of interesting, but there actually is another kind of resembles paranormal activity and i think it's called paranormal entity and this one not the greatest movie again but i think you'd kind of get a kick out of it for you you wouldn't get a kick out of it and you would get a kick out of it because when you think of demons demonic presence you think of violence you think of murder you think of a bunch of stuff well the demonic entity in paranormal entity is actually a sex demon of course it is. And he does, you know, torture and terrorize the family that lives there. But the very last portion of the movie, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, does end up having sex or are, depending on how you want to depict it, the sister of the household. Um, But he is violent, and it's obviously a, you know, presence that is there known. But it was... It was interesting, but it, again, it kind of dealt with kind of like the same thing as paranormal activity all camera shot all that stuff and i don't know if i've expressed this enough throughout most of the episodes or if i've even talked about it i'm not big on camera shot movies not really they're always i I get that they're supposed to be handheld camera shot i get they're supposed to be they're supposed to look like homemade homemade movies but um they're always way too shaky they kind of make me nauseous a little bit and they don't keep my focus no so, so this is a this is part of a where we'll be breaking down each subgenre and their topics, as it's a huge subject to cover. So let us know which religious horror subject makes you happy and excites you, and we would love to know. Our list of what we are going to be going through in this next six-part series is we're going to be breaking these down per episode: possessions and exorcisms, cults, based on true events. Hell dimensions, worse than depictions in the Bible, apocalypse-type biblical proportions, and the Vatican. If we have missed any subgenre of these that we are going to break down in these next six episodes, let us know before we get to the final one, and Darcy and I will discuss it and see if we want to add it into a, you know, a seventh episode or an eighth episode, depending on how many we get. Or we will do a seventh episode and maybe find them, something like that. But I think that is, uh, I think that's something that maybe we could do. If we do get somebody who brings into an idea from what we didn't do, we can definitely add another episode. If it's, again, if it's before the last episode or we'll do a separate episode. Uh, but as of right now, guys, we are going to do a six-part series to religion, cult, all that stuff, or the horror genre. Anything else you want to add? No. I'm fine. Alrighty. Well, guys, this is the intro. 
to religion and horror, their subgenres, and what is our upcoming plans for this series. Remember to like, share, add, subscribe, follow, and comment. You can catch Confessions from the Dark Side on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to see more of us, catch us both on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Again, guys, that is the conclusion from Confessions from the Dark Side of the Confessional. I'm Lunar Rising. And I'm Darcy Darkness. Later. Later.